Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie. Hi, nipples. How are you? Erect and ready to go. Paula. Who the fuck is George Takai and why are you retweeting him all the time? Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everybody. Thank you for listening to our show. It's an episode. Wow, that was weird how I said that. It's episode 190. (laughs) You guys. You guys, you guys. Guys, guys. Guess what? You guys. Episode 190. It's episode 190, you guys. So, yes, thank you for downloading the show and listening. And you could share it with your friends and let them know. We don't have to be your dirty secret. You should share it because we're so funny. Paula. Yes. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm a little hungover. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Just a little. We're recording a little bit early in the morning, so I still have kind of a morning voice. But What uh, what was the occasion? uh, Well... It's been a month for me. I mean, and it's nothing, you know, significant, like, you know, major illness or or anything. It's just been like, you know, when your life is going along, but every day it's a new mini crisis. And it's just, it's like being pecked to death by chickens. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, can we just get like just a little sliver of sunshine to recover and then move on to our next mini crisis? You know, those... I ha- I'm having an, uh, a similar month, yes. Yeah, and it's like, it's nothing significant. Like, And I hate now that we live in a time where you have to basically pre-excuse your petty problems before you go into your event of how bad your life is right now. Like, for example, I'll, I'll say, you know what? I'm trying to maintain my humility. I'm not homeless. There's food in the house. We are, you know, we're, we're our marriage is doing well, you know, however... And, you know, so there's always this caveat before you can go into your problems before so that you recognize that your life really isn't as bad as others, you know, but still it's annoying as hell. It's true. It's just one thing after another this this month. And it's I really want it to go away. I was I had I kind of lost my shit about a week ago. I told Daryl, I said, you know, would it can we just buy a lottery ticket and win like twenty dollars? Can there be any kind of win in, in the column just this one month can we get one thing go our way please but no no you know so the fridge thing obviously that was finally resolved we had a, a delivery come uh, four days later and let me tell you it was the longest four days of my life with the first refrigerator that sounded like a mac truck they dropped it yeah they dropped it and one of the doors was uneven and one of the handles was loose, and there was a dent. So Best Buy re- re- said, absolutely, we'll send you another one. So we got the call saying that they were coming, and I said, woe be those delivery guys if it's the same two dirty little rats that came the first time with this broken-ass fridge. So I told you that I sequestered myself upstairs because I didn't want to deal with it. And it was, of course, Daryl gets these two strapping young Mexican men who are clean, professional. They're like, oh, we know exactly what they did. They didn't take the doors off. This thing got jammed somewhere and they they broke it. And that's what happened. And so they were like, so, and they were so fast. They were in and out in like 30 minutes where these two guys that I had to deal with were there for like an hour and 20 minutes. Our people are efficient, Jamie. We know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We are the we are the backbone of this country. <laughs> <laughs> we do the jobs nobody else wants to do. And we do it well, God damn it. <laughs> you with, will never have with, a cleaner bathtub. With pride. Seriously. Okay, so I have a question to ask you. What? I was thinking about after we talked about your refrigerator dilemma and the waiting the four days and everything. And here's the thing that the more I started to think about it, the more I started to become troubled because the way we were raised. Yes. 
we were not raised and and maybe this is just maybe it was a Daryl thing or mm. maybe you just become soft. I'm not really sure what, what the problem How is. How dare you? But the way we were raised is mm. the refrigerator would have been gone <laughs> and the new one would have been there the mm-hmm. same day and those mm. workers would have never stepped foot in your home again yeah. guaranteed well they did and you would not be inconvenienced any longer than absolutely necessary for the rest of that day First of all, I, I did not, I was not soft, but it was also six o'clock at night by the time they left. There was right. nothing to do. There there was no delivery company that was going to take this back and replace it on a Friday or whatever. It was a Tuesday. So um, I understand what you're saying. And I did, I was quite opinionated with them. And considering that I was alone in the house with these two dudes I stood by my knives. <laughs> no, I mean, not so much but, with them, but when you guys called Best Buy. Oh, well, Daryl dealt with that because I was dealing with this thing, this beast in my house that was rattling the walls. And he is in Austin. And, you know, like you said, there are certain things that come with having someone in your life to handle the shit that you don't want to handle. Right. Dub is very good at dealing with things like this because I get really I'm an asshole and so it it always works out to our to to the better of us if he handles it so luckily he handled it and you know so we got this fridge it was a long four days but we did get it and it's perfect and I had anxiety like I kept waiting for the thing to start going you know really loud or something but no it's fine and I said you know I'm 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 really annoyed that I'm not happier about this fridge because when you buy something like that, like a new car or a new refrigerator or something, you want to be excited about it going, oh, it's so cool and fancy and new and all that stuff. But I'm like, just just be so glad that this thing is not broken, you know? And it's kind of annoying. That's horrible. Yeah, but you know what? It's resolved. It's quiet. It's clean. It's new. And I just want to move on with my life, you know? But it's just been minor crap one thing after another kind of thing. So yesterday, Daryl and I were just sitting there and he goes, you want some wine? I go, yeah, I'll have some wine. So the next thing I know, now it may not sound like a lot of wine, but I had almost three glasses of wine. That's a lot of wine for me. If I had one glass, I'd be toast. But I don't drink, so. Well, I mean, I, I don't drink every day, but a glass of red wine is not a big deal. But I had like almost three glasses of wine and I wasn't hammered, but I was definitely not sober. Mm -hmm. So when we went to bed, everything was fine. And then I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and I woke up to, Oh my God, I forgot to brush my teeth. I'm still drunk. I feel drunk. Why do I, why am I so clammy? You know that feeling. And so I got up, brushed my teeth, washed my hands. And I was like, okay, I don't know what time it is, but you know, I took some some Excedra migraine because I felt my head starting to hang over throb and then I went back to bed and then I woke up and it was like quarter to eight and and I woke up and I looked at him and said well I don't feel hungover anymore he goes oh that's good and then I sat up (laughs) I was like okay I'm a little just a touch of the HO not too bad but just a little so I'm feeling a little uh but it'll be fine. Uh, you know, I'll be fine in about an hour. <laughs> so I'm just drinking lots of water and coffee, trying to get on with my rich bitch suntanning day. Yuck. I know, it sucks. Oh, so last week, my friend that I knew in high school, we knew each other and we liked each other, but we didn't hang out all that much. Mm-hmm. And she reminded me the reason that we didn't is because she was cutting class all the time. And I oh. said, oh, I, I didn't realize. And I'm like, okay, well, we've kind of reconnected. And remember, I told you we had a lunch over the summer and it was really fun. Well, she has this really, she and her husband have this really cool, big Christmas party. And she invited me and Daryl to attend. And I'm like, okay, cool. So at the very last minute, I, you know, I, I wasn't RSVPing and I said, you know what, that's rude. She like has it catered and stuff. So we RSVP'd and we go. And it was like a freaking high school reunion. There were like four or five people I went to high school with there because oh, she cool. is still friends with them. 
And so it was really weird. I walk in and I see this girl and she looks at me, she points at me, she goes, Jamie? And I go, Patty? And she's like, yeah. I go, oh my God, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. What are you doing? And then this guy that used to play football was there and he we totally caught up and it was so weird. And I'm just thinking, going, God, I'm so glad my hair turned out tonight. You know, like, <laughs> you know how that is. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if you went to, if you went to a Christmas party and saw people you went to high school with, you would be like, oh, thank God I have a good hair day today. Or, oh, thank God, you know, I'm wearing my skinny jeans or something, you know? Jamie, I'm just, just, I'm just grateful to be alive these days. I don't really, <laughs> I give zero fucks about my appearance. I'm just, well, I would be grateful to be having makeup on and I'd be like, oh, awesome. Cool. We're alive. Yay. Well, that's true too, but it was just nice to, to catch up with people. And what's funny, it's like you, you talk to someone you went to high school with and it doesn't feel like it's been you know 25 years or something and so you're like so have you been well I have four children you know it's like wow you've been busy it's like well you know I'm I'm 10 years away from retirement you're like what we're not old what's going on but it was really fun and then you know no awkward moments I didn't trip I didn't spill anything. I didn't say anything unusual. Only one person, well, because we went to go get some, they had a huge bar set up. And so we walked over to get, Daryl wanted to try this beer that was there. And so this dude, this hulkingly large man, like introduced himself to us. Because I think his, his wife knows Becky. They work out together. But he doesn't necessarily know anybody so and we were kind of in the same boat. I mean, I knew some of the people because of high school, but that was it. I didn't know anybody else. And there was like fifty people there. Oh, okay. So he introduced himself to us, and we're like, "Hey, how, you know?" He goes, "So you know, so you know me." I'm like, "So what do you do for a living?" And he was telling me what he does, and he goes, "But it's really boring. What do you guys do?" And so we were just chit chatting, and we were talking about sports. And he's from Pittsburgh, and we were talking about hockey. And he plays hockey, and it was really exciting and interesting. I found it really interesting. And then his wife came up. And she looks at me, she goes, who are you and why are you talking to my husband? (laughs) And I'm like, you must be Gretchen. And she's like, yeah. Were you not with Daryl? Of course I was. He was standing right there. But she didn't see, I don't think she saw him. Was she drunk? A little. But she, she saw her husband looking down at me, I think. And so I think it just looked unusual from wherever she was looking so immediately I'm like oh you and so I mean I was like okay seriously I'm not I'm not even thinking about that but you know so I'm like this is my husband Daryl she's like oh hi and so I'm like oh Jesus you know I would have been like piss off and I would have turned around and walked away (laughs) no it was not like that she was she was being friendly aggressive you know what I mean it was not like who the fuck are you like oh for example last night Daryl sent me he tweeted me um, this because you know we love Bob's Burgers. Okay. And he tweet he tweeted this little video clip on t- on Twitter that he saw that Bob's Burgers had liked, and so he he added me to it so I would see it. Well, it <laughs> some some random girl had posted it and Bob's Burgers liked it. Well, he thought Bob's Burgers posted it, so he retweeted this girl, and her name was Marissa, and she's like a, a hardcore Chicano girl. And I was like, who the fuck is Marissa? And why are you tweeting her shit? And he's like, he's like, wait, wait, what? Who? I go, who is she? Who is she? <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Hold on. And he's freaking out. And he's showing me screenshots. Look, look. And I said, I swear to fucking God, if it, what, what am I not Mexican enough for you? You need God. someone else? And he's like, holy shit. And so he started panicking because he's like, am I following someone named Marissa? That he starts questioning himself, you know. If Victor did that to me, he'd be like, who the fuck is George Takai? And why are you retweeting (laughs) him all the time? Right. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So, no, this this wife did not do that. She's just like, hi, who are you? Why are you talking to my husband? And I'm like, hi. Well, it's a party, dumbass. Yeah. You know what? It was awkward for about two. 0.2 0.2 seconds and then she kind of was like oh I see your husband's here. I just here. don't and like people like that. I don't well, find that kind of humor funny. It was She wasn't being funny. I think she was genuinely wondering who was flirting with her husband for a minute until she realized that this person's husband is standing next to her and that's not how we roll. But the party was really fun and it was amazing and it was really cool seeing all these people that I hadn't seen in forever. And one of them even said, so she's like, oh my God, I love your ugly truth. And I said, oh my God, really? She's like, yes, you're 
so funny. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'll tell my sister. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. So anyway. um, We have a fan. (laughs) We have a fan. (laughs) And oh, I forgot to tell you. Daryl and I are going to see the UFC in Sacramento. I saw that. Yeah, he uh, somebody asked him. He he said one of his clients said, "Oh, I didn't realize you and your wife loved UFC." We were like, "Yeah, we really like the MMA thing." And he goes, "Well, I actually have tickets to the suite at the new arena. If you want to go, I have there's room." And Daryl's like, "Uh, yes." So, well, that'll we'll be exciting. Well, it'll be exciting to see the new arena in Sacramento because it. Everybody who goes just raves about it, so it'll be fun to see it. I, you know, I I don't know how fun UFC events are live because you really don't get to, you know, especially in a suite, it's kind of far away. So I don't yeah. know how good it's going to be, but we'll see. Well, I maybe mean, you'll get to see inside the octagon from the suite <laughs> as opposed to being like ringside where you yeah. kind of have to look inside like the fence. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'll send you a picture so you can see it. Yeah. What night is that? I forgot. It's Saturday, but it's in the afternoon. It's not an evening event. Oh. Because they're doing it for the East Coast. So I think like the doors open at noon. And I said, well, I I don't really want to go at noon because, you know, I don't. I mean, well, it'll probably be the prelims. And I mean, honestly, the prelims fight for Sacramento. I mean, how bad can those be? Jeez. (sighs) You know what? I just, um, you know, obviously I want to see Uriah and Paige Van Zandt. And I think those are literally the last two fights of the day. So I think he said the thing should be over by six. Well, Mickey Gall's fighting and that should be a pretty okay fight. Yeah, okay, so the last three fights. He's like but a, it, I mean, he's kind of a whippersnapper, annoying yeah. trash talker, but he's actually yes. a good fighter, so. Yes, I think he I think he took a picture with Paige Van Zandt yesterday, and I thought his legs were very, very small. Well, he's, he's really tall. Legs. He's so, very tall, yeah. very, very tall. So anyway, so I'll let you know about that, but um, what I really want to talk about is some celeb news. Yes. Because there's been a lot going on lately. God. Um, I know. I wish it would stop, to be honest. <laughs> I, You know, it's it's so interesting. So Alan Thicke died, which you and I, I mean, well, our whole, all of us, uh, we loved that show. Well, the whole world did. I mean, I of can't course. think of anybody who didn't like Growing Pains. Everybody loved, show me that song. Every, when it came on during the week and you heard that music, you're like, ah, Growing Pains is on, you know, and you would run, we'd run and watch it. Well, everybody know. wanted to have that family. I mean, they the dad did. was a therapist, so he was literally <laughs> like the most understanding father in the world. And every conversation he had, it was like full of like rhetorical questions that led you to your own conclusion. And always. You know, and you eventually you made the right decision so I mean, <laughs> on your own accord you didn't have dad and it it wasn't just exclusive to the kids i mean they did it to all their friends and you know <laughs> yeah. whatever homeless person they brought home and boner you know. and leonardo yeah, dicaprio right. and yeah right <laughs> whoever else who's everyone yes it's true very true all the girlfriends were safe there because there was going to be no shenanigans going on it just yeah i mean he was like the coolest yeah. dad ever and and even I think outside of that, I mean, maybe he was a bit of a hornball. Didn't he marry like a? Um, oh, he he. Didn't I he think marry he a had, deaf Miss America or something like that? Or I don't think she's deaf, but she was a Miss World, and that, I think that was his most recent wife. But he's been married like four or five times. I think he's been married been. a lot of times. He kind of reminds me. It's so funny because people will say, God, you know, it's just Alan Thicke. And I'm thinking, yeah, but he really made a name for himself in the industry because he's kind of like that kind of like a Dick Clark kind of guy in the sense that he had his hands in everything. Like he wrote a bunch of theme songs. He did a bunch of game shows. He was on television, but he was also like. He was kind of like Tom Bergeron before before it was Tom Bergeron, you know? Yeah, except that he also, like, wrote stuff and produced yeah. stuff, which was, you know, and I remember I was, I don't know who it was, but I was listening to an interview that he did about how, you know, theme songs are kind of have gone the way of the dodo. They're not as important anymore mm-hmm. for sitcoms and stuff. He goes, but there was a time period where he was just rolling in it because everybody wanted him to write the theme song for their show or or game show or whatever. Well, that would explain where his son Robin came up with his, you know, (laughs) musical talents. Well, yeah, actually. And, you know, I've heard... You have, too. We've heard Alan Thicke sing. I think he sang Different Strokes. I think he wrote and sang that song for the show. Oh, okay. And so he does have a good voice. So, And he obviously can write. 
at least simply <laughs> to do theme songs for for sitcoms but um, and uh robin thick also got his uh <laughs> womanizing qualities from his father well. <laughs> certainly i had heard that he had died playing hockey with, uh, his, with his son, son. Yes. and like i guess he literally was playing hockey and died on the ice well actually no what happened was is um that's what i read they interviewed the owner the arena guy yeah he was actually alert when the paramedics were there. Oh, so he passed away at the hospital. And they had him on the gurney, and he said, here, take a selfie of me on... Oh, where did you read this? They were interviewing the the hockey, the ice rink guy. Yes. I'm guessing what happened was is he must have had another Mm -hmm. heart attack. Maybe. Because he was completely, like, he did say he wasn't feeling well. He was feeling nauseous um, and kind of dizzy. So they were putting him on the gurney. They were getting ready to take him to the hospital and everything like that. But he was alert and talking Uh and and making jokes, basically being, you know, I guess how how he normally (laughs) is. Sure. You know, insisting on taking a selfie of him and going into the ambulance and, you Mm -hmm. know, all that kind of stuff. I'm guessing either in the ambulance or once he got to the hospital that he must have had a like a major heart attack yeah that ultimately just was beyond isn't it strange how all of these men this year are dying at the age of 68 and 69 like so many it's really young and what's sad about that is is that you know obviously if he was playing hockey with his son you know he was still active well he felt yeah he didn't feel like there was a problem but the thing is is that if you don't take care of your heart Mm -hmm. with your diet and drinking and exercise or get checkups you know you'll never know if there's a buildup or a blocked artery a lot of men specifically well actually heart disease is the number one killer of women too mm -hmm. so you know it's so important to keep keep track of yourself you just have to but here's the thing is, is sometimes you hear about people who are perfectly healthy and if they have like plaque buildup or something mm-hmm. like that. You mm-hmm. just you just don't know, you know. Well, I get a test every year to determine that. I mean, I know there's you can get you, there are invasive tests you can do to to determine plaque buildup, but there's also blood tests and stuff that you can do to to see how things are functioning in your blood. Yeah. But anyway, but I mean, if if you don't really have any any if you're not in that category of even having to be concerned if you have good cholesterol you have right. good blood pressure mm-hmm. if you're active you're of good weight you know all right. of those things which he obviously was or appeared to be is what sure. i'm saying unless we don't know but yeah but if he right. appeared to be cuz he he didn't look like someone who would die of a giant cardiac arrest you know yes that's true Sometimes it does just happen. I think he was somewhat of a drinker from what I recall from his reality show. It's possible. Anyway, it's sad. And but I remember I was so I read about it and I go, God damn, another man passing away prematurely considering how old we live to now. 69 is pretty damn young. I mean, my parents are 69. Oh, Actually, our mom isn't even 69. I mean, it's like that's young. And so. I was thinking about it, so I did a quick check to see the different, you know, to see, first of all, significantly proportioned, more men have died this year, celebrity-wise, than women. There have been, obviously, there have been some women who died, but, you know, Florence Henderson, there was another actress who passed away a couple weeks ago. They were, like, 80s. Yeah. You know, they weren't 50. Now, but I even know were, that, that's young, too. I mean, not young, but um, I mean... It's, it's not shocking, though. You know, it's not, like, shocking. I don't I mean, want to die when I'm 80. That's... Well, no, me neither. But I think she was a little older than that. But regardless, I mean, nobody wants to die at all. You want to live to be 110. No, but... I, I think Florence Henderson was, like, literally just, like, 8-0. Like, That's 80. It? Yeah. I thought she was a little older than that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at it going, man, you know, so many men are dying at, you know, young now. I'm just saying, like, you know, when are people, li- like... Aren't they supposed to live into their 90s, I guess? I mean, like, look at freaking Betty White. I mean, she's like, I want to be her, man. Right? Like, I want to still be acting and, like, you know, on stage doing dances and, like, numbers and stuff like that. And Do you know Betty White is the last living golden girl? 
She's been that way for like 20 years. <laughs> I think Rue, I think uh, Rue McClanahan died. I don't remember. No, um, it was B. Arthur, I think. B. Arthur was the last one to die? I'm pretty sure. Weird. So weird. Anyway, uh, so it was just interesting. I'm like, you know, men do in fact die sooner than women because... Well, they don't I mean, take care of themselves. I know. They just don't get. They a eat shit. like crap. And they smoke cigars. They drink a lot. They don't want to run. They they don't they just sit around and they don't well, they don't take they, care of themselves. What I think these men traditionally, I mean, and we're talking obviously in broad terms, but these men that have been passing away between the ages of 67 and 69, they lived during the, the hippie movement time, you know, really tumultuous time when people were abusing their bodies. They went through the cocaine and disco era. And yeah. I think there was a lot, especially these celebrities probably did some serious work to their body during those time periods because they were at the prime. They were in their 20s. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if that shaved off, you know, they, they shaved off some time by the way they abused their bodies back then. I mean, I guess that's possible. But I mean, you're only talking like a few years. I mean, it's. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, just look at the proof. They're all dying. They're all dying everywhere. <laughs> it's just crazy. Show me that smile icons of our childhood are starting to croak like it makes you realize how old we are because <laughs> it's like you don't realize you know your childhood yeah. was so far away and now you're you know these people your parents and every time someone dies around our parents age i go god that could be us like we could get the call i don't know this is <laughs> i just like 2016 is just refusing to end without taking more, you know, <laughs> normal people with them, beloved folks, more uh, hostages. And why can't it be some of the horrible people? Like, why does it have to be these non, really? you know, non-threatening individuals who really haven't done anything to anyone? Why can't it be someone horrible? I mean, you yeah, know, like, why can't freaking Marilyn Manson like get, you know, stricken <laughs> with cancer or not Marilyn Manson? Why? That's an artist. That's not... You're thinking of uh, the Manson in jail, right? Him too. I don't like Marilyn. I don't like any of them. <laughs> any Manson. I don't like any Mansons. I would say Chris Angel, but I think his son got sick. Chris Angel's son has cancer, so yeah, we really don't want to... So I don't want to wish he's, on him. I don't think that's appropriate. No. But he's a creep, so... Yeah, well, he is a little unusual, for sure. If you could wish ill on someone in the world... Well, I already know the answer to that. Never mind. Yeah, we don't have to go. We, we, no, no, we no. Our... I'm not. I'm, I'm talking celebrity. Oh, celeb wishing ill on celebs. Hmm. <sighs> Who would I pick? Hmm. Gosh, you know what? I so don't give a shit about celebrities that it's really hard for me to think of anyone. Mine's uh, very, very current affairs. What, Trump? Yes. <laughs> well... Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Like, <laughs> you know what, though? I think about, you know, it's like, you know, our father's still alive. How is that possible? Like, he's so terrible. Why isn't he not dead yet? You know, I think about things like that. There's, a, there's hundreds of people like that who will live to be 100. They'll outlive every angel they've ever known and just live to see it all, you know, and just say, well, at least I survived. You get resentful. 
Well, it's, I mean, you can. I think that's why we have to go back to like barbaric days and it's up to us <laughs> to, you know, thin the herd. <laughs> well, you and I had that discussion before the show about our plans. <laughs> if we had to eliminate someone from one of our I'm just lives. Saying, like, you know, back in like, you know, the olden days, if you had like a bad seed in the family, you just had to take <laughs> care of it. Yeah. I've had those fantasies where, not our dad, um, but, you know, when there's been a bad dude in our family, uh, and Daryl just, he he gets so, like, he's so, he's legitimately shocked when I say things, and I'm like, how can you be surprised? I know, Victor is- How are you surprised? He says, he's like, why do you, usually he just looks at me and he says, why do you talk? And I said, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. He's like, like, why do you have these- thoughts like because where do they come from and i'm just like my brain i don't know because people like us need to be in existence if it wasn't for people like us it would be a far worse world that's why i'm sure i'm no more you know what do you think detectives are they have to go to those deep dark places in order that's how they get them you know yeah figure out crimes i'm like if you think they were sliding on rainbows and riding unicorns (laughs) they would never figure anything out yeah it's true and it's like it's really interesting because i will say something like that to daryl about you know what i would do if i had to you know and i've said you know i would always start easy i would offer them money to go away forever that's usually the first carrot I dangle because you know because I have a step I have a step-by-step process when it comes to trying to get rid of someone I would offer them money and I would offer them money more money than would be comfortable for me because at least if I did it and they literally went away it would be perfect you know it'd be great and it wouldn't be just handing them a check I would find some really scary person to give them that check and then ensure that they never returned that would be my first thing if they'd refused that, then, you know, I would find another really scary person, you know, and I'm happy to do the work myself, <laughs> but I would rather not. I think I am that scary person. You are. You are. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm comfortable with that role. I find it satisfying. Yes. Yes. It's true. But we're all like that. That's yes. the thing. But we, you know, I think we develop those thoughts because of our childhood mostly. And so we, we, you know, had to create plans. Yes, we did. <laughs> we had to create plans. Exit strategies. Lots of exit strategies. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of exit strategies, I, I don't want us to spend too much time on this. First of all, Flip or Flop is this terrible show on it's the... It's not a terrible show, Jamie. It is, it is literally my favorite show on HGTV. It's my favorite show. We watched an episode of it about uh, two weeks ago. Daryl and I watched it. We've noticed this season that this flipper flop, which they're basically, they're house flippers in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's super duper pretty. And he's, an, it looks like an ex-athlete of some kind, like an ex-basketball basketball player. Mm-hmm. And they have these two children and they clearly have some money. Their, their company does well. They have been focusing on external like landscaping and stuff instead of in- internal as much well they did a series on summer houses which it is focused on like you know uh, outdoor living outdoor living yes i personally don't like their style i yeah. think it's a little bit gaudy but it's southern it's southern california so apparently they've been separated since may yeah <laughs> and i think what i, I I told Daryl, I said, I think what happened is that somebody got wind of this story and they were going to, even though they're so like Z-list celebs, they were going to leak it or something or TMZ got it or something. And so they went public with it before someone else could. Mm -hmm. And it made it sound like it just happened, but it didn't just happen. It happened like six months ago and they're already dating other people, which is bizarre to me. What it sounds like is what they're trying to do is they're trying not to lose the show because they're going to keep filming is what they're saying. Mm. And they're also releasing a book in March. Oh, so they're trying to protect their stuff. They're not looking to file for a divorce. Sure. So I think they were not going to say anything because they were going to continue the facade Yes. With the intention of keeping up 
all of this filming and the yeah. book, the, the book launch and everything. It, you know, what's going to be interesting is I can't wait to see the episode where they're officially not together anymore. <laughs> I want to see what the tension will be. We'll see if HGTV <laughs> even agrees to. They said they did. They It was up to them. And they're like, yeah, we're going to keep filming. That's what I read. We'll see how that if if they'll film it. We'll see if the dynamic is is even there if they'll actually put it on television though i first of all you and i know we'll be able to notice we'll notice well i i get people magazine and so i got i just got my people magazine with the article about them Mm -hmm. you know from what the article said is i think they're still kind of young like she's only 32 Mm -hmm. and he's like 34 Oh, that's young. Mm-hmm. When they started out, they literally had, like, nothing. They were so poor. So they built this empire. They they lived with her parents mm-hmm. and, you know, all this stuff. The other thing was is that he had a really hard time with the way the show was produced. Because he said, he told his friends, he's like, yeah, he's all, I have no balls, don't you know? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, on the show, he says, everything I say or do is wrong, and Christina's always right, and mm. I'm always caving in. He says, "Well, so. that's because yeah, they're trying to perpetuate the she's the princess with the, the expensive taste, and he's just the the guy who does all the work." And he says, "So I'm always you know looking like the idiot, basically." And he didn't like it. Well, of course, he, uh, you know, I mean, who would? And well, so. it's, but if it's incredibly staged and you you know and you know that then it shouldn't affect your ego but it sounds but he said every single episode it's like that and yeah i don't you know what i don't you know i struggle with people who make excuses as to why they hate it because you know it's it's everybody's fault but mine and you know everybody's going along with the show and suddenly he's like i don't want to do it anymore i don't like anything about it it's typical reality tv yes in the beginning it's like amazing because you're it's real. You're, you're it's, on TV. Yes, you're doing something that you really like, and you're becoming kind of like famous. You're making a crap ton of money, and more it, than like, you more, ever had before. More money than you had ever had before, and more money than you could have ever fathomed. Right, and like your life is brilliant. And then, like later, you start for some. Which happened to John Gosselin, too. Yes. They started to realize, like, you know what? I don't think I like being this famous. I don't think I like, you know, putting everything out there. I don't think I like the way they're portraying things, you know? Right. And I'm starting to realize that because I'm in contract, I don't really have a say about how things are being done. And I think that's what happened to Tarek. Personally, I, I could never let something like that get to get to me. But that's just me, you know? I mean, unless I'm put in that situation, I guess I'll never know. All right, well, let's... I, this This came out today or yesterday and i did not know this was such a big deal but apparently julia roberts is going to be on television Gross. do you even care i don't even care anymore i'm like she's where- already on television she's on those shitty chanel commercials and i hate them oh my god right <laughs> she's got such a horse mouth i can't stand I don't- it I mean, I'm not saying she's a hog or anything or like she's ugly, but it's like, I don't, you know, she's so resentful. Talk about celebrity. Talk about someone who hates being a celebrity. We hate her being a celebrity. (laughs) She really does not like being famous. I think she enjoys being an actor, but I, she really, she's one of those um, actresses. And listen, I'm totally all aboard on this too. She's one of those people who went to, went to the government and said that there needed to be like paparazzi laws and stuff. Well, I kind of agree with that. Me too, because they were following her, taking her children to school. And that drove me nuts. I'm like, why would you do that to somebody? Well, in Europe, they have like anti-children paparazzi laws. Like you cannot take pictures of famous people's children. Like I think that's completely against the law. I absolutely love that law. And I think it should be a law. I don't understand that. I remember there was a time period, I think it was in the early 2000s, where paparazzi was just, they, they were going through this phase where they just wanted to photograph everyone's kids. It was ridiculous. Do you know I would 
I don't care who famous I was. I put my kids in the car. I'd walk over to that paparazzi person. I'd break their camera on the street. Julia Roberts did that. Good. She did that. And so after that, she moved to New Mexico. Yeah. Because that's where, that's what you should do. Like, I think like Harrison Ford and Robert Redford and all these really big. So did Demi Moore when they were raising their three girls. Yes. From like, from like, you know, young age to like teenagers. They lived in Idaho, I think. Right. Yes. I, th- I thought she still lived there. Maybe not. Anyway, so she's going to be doing, but then I read, it's like, she's not actually doing a TV show. She's doing a mini series. It's based on a oh, book about okay. this woman who decides that the next day when she wakes up, it's going to be the best day of her life. And then she wakes up and she's in some kind of alternate future. And it's really bizarre. And so it's a mini series based on a book. I mean, I'll probably watch it if it's done well. But I'm like, okay, so she's not doing a TV show. She's not doing like Chicago NYPD or something or NYPD Blue or Chicago Fire or whatever. Law and Order Horse Face. Yeah. She's not doing Law and Order Utah. She's doing doing a miniseries, a fancy miniseries. So I'm like, all right, well, you know what? That's fine. I mean, she does have, I think she has a couple kids. She has more than a couple. I think she has like three kids now. I thought she had twins. Maybe they, she had another one on top of it. I don't remember. I thought she had, yeah, maybe it's only twins. That's still a lot. I don't remember. Oh, I was listening to um, Ray Romano, one of his first sets that he did when he was a comedian. And he said he was doing a set and he goes, yeah, I have a, so I have a three-year-old daughter and I have two, uh, I have a two-year-old twin sons and everybody clapped. He goes, yay, the single people are here. He goes, because parents are going, oh God, that could have been us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like I couldn't true. even imagine. Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Well, answer, damn it. What's that? I guess oh, never. the school didn't get my email. Oh, they want to know where Ryan is? You're student. Well, and what's stupid is they send a text, a phone call, mm. and an email. Same with me every time, even if it's for something dumb that I have no, has nothing to do with me. They do it. I hate it. We got one yesterday. Okay. This was crazy. We Mm. got one yesterday from the middle school and it says your son or daughter. No, actually they, they've modified it enough to uh, actually say their name. So they're like your son or daughter, Crystal, uh, (laughs) was marked absent for the periods of six and so I was just like, six period. Mm. And so I was just like, why would she mix six period, which is the right. last period of the day? Right. And so I'm just like, is she cutting class? What? <laughs> and so then like two minutes later, Victor called me because he's also on the He gets the text the and the email. And, and the, he's yeah. just, he, and so he called me. He's like, why did Crystal miss six period? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm emailing her teacher just to verify yeah. If she was or wasn't in class. Right. Because I don't want to, like, go postal on her and yeah, be like, we, they, like, why are you cutting class? What's going they, on? And they always mess. They always, they screw up a lot. And so the teacher messaged me back and he's like, oh, sorry for the confusion. Yes, she was here. He's like, did you get a call from the attendance office? I'm like, yeah. yes. And then he's just like, oh, okay. And I'm just like, well. <laughs> Is this the yeah. band teacher? No, this was oh. her history teacher. Oh, okay. So, well, I don't know. I've, I already don't like his, her band teacher, so I was just Oh, wondering. because of the fundraiser. Because he's so stupid. And you know what? All this I money. I am so mad. Money. We have ordered these, like... The these, nuts? The nuts. We still haven't gotten the nuts. What's up with the nuts? It's been two months. Oh, my God. I'd be out of my mind. Are you going to go and find out what the hell is going on with well, the nuts? Well, he sent an email, like, earlier this week saying yes. that we should have the nuts by Wednesday afternoon. It's Friday. It's Friday. And it, Where today's the last day before we go on winter break. And so I told her, I'm like, I'm going to send him an email and I'm going to put got nuts in the set, in the, the heading. <laughs> and she's like, are you really? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I would. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to. But I just, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like you either, you either bring me these nuts or a check for thirty five dollars. 
Yeah, right. I am done. I, I don't even remember what I ordered anymore. You said you ordered like a pound and or three pounds of macadamia. I ordered a bunch pistachios. of nuts, and I said, "But I'm like, if he doesn't re- give him my nuts soon, I'm gonna kick him in the cashews." So right? <laughs> did you do? I know. <laughs> Seriously though, that's that's outrageous. Anyways, that's outrageous. So oh, tell well, me, can't you guys took Kenzie to a bar? I he, didn't. Daryl did. Oh, Daryl did. No, it's a tradition. He takes everybody to their to the little dive bar down the street and they get to order their first drink from a real bartender around real regulars and they get to see what did she get well she wanted a vodka soda but the bartender goes i'm gonna make you something that's like a vodka soda and then he made her some kind of red bull vodka drink that she absolutely loved Mm. had a really good time and so you know it was really cute well then uh we she wanted to have a party at our house and invite friends over. And I said, Mackenzie, you are not 16. You are 21. You literally can go anywhere you want. Literally anywhere you want. The only thing you can't do is rent a car. You can go anywhere. You're 21. Yeah, really? Why don't you go to bars? Think outside the freaking box, will you? And so. Wasn't her birthday on a Friday or yes, something? Yes. Yes. And I said, wow. I said, all right. I go, because when I was 21, I was I was hitting clubs like the day I turned 21. I mean, when I turned 21, we went to the club and we got there at like nine o'clock. I mean, I like I was so excited. I know. And it's like you want to show everybody your ID. You want to go dancing. You want to see everyone. You want to see what, what you've been not seeing your whole life. And, you know, so I said, no, you need to do something else. And so for her birthday present, Daryl and I rented her a hotel room up in Tahoe. Ooh, that is so cool. I know. Rent me a hotel room in Tahoe. We'll go. Right? We should do that. It would be so fun. We should do that. We should totally. We'll rent a hotel room. We'll kidnap Allison and Stephanie. And we'll like just go for the night. (laughs) It would be so fun. So we rented her a hotel room at Harvey's. So she and her 21-year-old friends, which was like four or five of them, they drove up there after everybody got a fork, so like around three o'clock, they drove up there, checked into the room, got all ready, and they went downstairs and they had dinner and they went to a bar and the bartender gave them their first drinks on the house and then they went they went Aww. gambling because you know she'd never been gambling before. Oh, how exciting! Did she win anything? No. She won like a hundred nickels oh, or something. I mean, you know, it was. I mean, she did win, but not you know nothing significant. But that's exciting. It was exciting. And they had a really good time. Really good time. How fun. Uh, I want to go. <laughs> right? And so I told her, I said, see, this is what 21 is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be having a party at your mommy's house. For God's sake. Do I have to tell you everything? <laughs> it's like, jeez. Well, maybe she was scared. She wasn't scared. She just wasn't thinking. (laughs) So anyway, well, we should do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I've got two versions of it that I want to tell you about. Oh, goody. So... I've, I've told you before that I, I have two schools that I have to go to when I pick the kids up from school. I pick my little ones up from the elementary school. Right. After I pick them up, there's a half an hour gap between them and then my middle schooler. So oftentimes when I pick the little ones up, they're just like, oh, I'm starving. Can we get a snack? Right. You know, I'm, I just want something to eat. Right. So we were passing passing by the gas station mm. and it was like an a.m. p.m. Oh, okay. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, we'll go and get some chips and like a soda or something right, like that. Right, right. So um, before we got out of the car, though, the back seat was like destroyed. It had a bunch of like water bottles and papers and things <laughs> like that. And I said, well, get all your trash. Yeah, we'll throw and, it away. You know, we're going to throw it away because there's a a garbage can right in front of the door. And so I also had like a water bottle and like an old coffee cup or something like that. And so, you know, I grabbed my cell phone, grabbed the bottle and the coffee cup and everything like that. Everybody got out of the car. So we all go over to the trash can, throw everything in the trash can, go inside. Okay. And so we're inside walking around and looking at things. And I got this feeling like something was wrong oh. and i'm just like you know i'm like something doesn't seem right Uh-oh. and 
So I had my hands in my pockets and I just like, I felt like empty or something. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I don't have my cell phone. Oh. And I'm just like, <gasps> go on. Where is it? Oh, and so Ryan was, we were right by the door. So I turned around and I'm like, I think I may have thrown it away. That's what I was just going to so, say. Oh, no. So I just turned around briefly and I walked out the front door and I look in the trash can of my cell phones right there. So I just put my hand in the trash and I grabbed it oh and then I walked back inside. Oh well, as I walked back inside, I could see Ryan looking at me and I just said, oh, I just threw my phone away on accident. And he's just kind of like, okay. And so later <laughs> that night we were doing homework and Ryan had to do this paper, like where he had to write like, a little essay yes. and it was on your family oh dear and it says use descriptive words to <laughs> explain members of your family and so we were talking about me and i'm like well what words would you use to describe me and he's just kind of like looked kind of weird and i'm like what and he's just like i don't i don't know and i'm like what do you what mean did you don't he know put? I don't really know what to say. And I'm like, well, he's like, maybe like embarrassing. <gasps> and I'm like, what do you what? mean embarrassing? What do you mean? And he's like, well, just like today at the gas station. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Oh my God. He said, well, he says, we were standing there looking at candy. And then all of a sudden you turned around and walked out the front door and put your hand in the trash. <laughs> <I did so. laughs> And then, and then he says, and people were watching you. Oh. <laughs> and then you walked back in, and, it and didn't... you had your cell phone. Oh and he God. says, and then they started laughing. <gasps> oh my he says, God! So I, he says, I got embarrassed. Oh my God! So did he and indicate so... that you were embarrassing on his report? <laughs> he didn't write it, but we were talking about what words we would use to describe. Perhaps he could indicate hysterical funny so, entertaining helpful in but, the way that it gives you stories i don't know awkward i was laughing because That's i was hilarious. just like i i can see how that would be embarrassing <laughs> because oh, yeah obviously i didn't explain what i was doing well, i just sure, but walked outside have... and put my hands in the trash can people still had to see you do it <laughs> and you know to him having no clue what I was doing I just you know I probably look like a crazy person just walked outside and put my hand in the trash wow. so wow. well I don't anyways I mean I'm gonna say you won but but I'm going to go you ahead have, and... I haven't even heard yours I know but mine is the usual annual showing of the breasts every winter <laughs> I tend to show some strange man my boobs and nips and I don't know why see-through obviously not truly flashing somebody since we got the refrigerator i have finally been able to stock the refrigerator and actually cook meals because it had been like forever since i've actually made dinner for the family or anything and i actually really take a lot i i like cooking dinner because it's kind of therapeutic for me i get into yeah. i'm quiet nobody talks to me you know kenzie will observe but she doesn't like try to have a conversation so it's really like I really zone out. And so That's I really nice. I wish people would leave me alone when I cook dinner. <laughs> right. Usually I'd be like, Can I help? Oh, you know what? I, I appreciate that, but at this point it's like, no, no, you can't. I don't. I'm like, no, get I'm out. Like, buy the cookbook. <laughs> you know, learn on your own. I mean, I know that most chefs will tell you that's a terrible thing to do that sh that children should I'm learn. Sure it and it's like, whatever, man. Especially because I have a son that wants to be a professional chef. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Not today. So I'm in the zone. I'm making, I don't even remember what it was, but I was making something and the doorbell rang and it was like six o'clock at night. And that's kind of late for somebody. Well, Cause it's, it's dark now. Yeah. And I hadn't turned on the porch light yet because I had been busy. Mm -hmm. And so I had worked out that day, took a shower, picked up the high schooler came home and then I was just home. So I had on like yoga pants and a white wife beater. Okay, no bra. <laughs> oh, God. My hair in a messy bun. I had done my makeup because, you know, I, I can't... St I feel like I'm going through an ugly phase right now. And so I try to somehow figure it out. And usually what it means is I look in the mirror and go, you know what, Jamie, you just need to get some Botox. I mean, that's really what we're at now. <laughs> that If you feel like you're going through an ugly phase, that's really what we're doing. 
Oh, so since Victor's been out of town, I basically have not been sleeping. I can't tell you how many creams I've almost ordered <laughs> because I've been watching all of these late like night, overnight late night specials yes. and like all these makeups mm-hmm. and everything like that because I'm just like, my eyes kind of look like that too. Yeah, it's like, I really do. So anyway, so I was just doing my thing, totally not even thinking about it. Doorbell rings. I turn on the thing and it's a UPS delivery. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I open up the door, totally not even thinking of myself. You're like, good evening. Open up the door, I'm like, hi. And you know, the thing is, I opened it up kind of rigorously. So you know I'm jiggling everywhere. So they were a little like, They were bong. really, really, they were the third person in the room. And so I opened the door, like, hi. And of course, he's adorable because he's a UPS driver and they all are for oh, the right. most part. And he's like, it's a prerequisite. And he's like, hello. And I said, what's up? He goes, well, you know, I'm, you weren't here when I tried to deliver this earlier today, you probably got my note. And I said, I did. He said, so here I am. I was in the neighborhood and I thought I'd drop it off. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, and I signed for it. And he's trying really hard to avert his eyes. He's trying so hard. And I look and I go, you know, and then he said, Siliski, right? And I go, oh, that's next door. He goes, oh, this isn't even your delivery. I go, no, it isn't. That's Fran next door. He goes, wow. Well, I feel silly. And I'm like, no, it's fine. And, and so completely oblivious to the fact that I am in a practically see-through tank top braless and he was I mean, he, looking back now i realize that he was incredibly like trying really hard not to look at my boobs he was trying to be professional he was trying but he was doing a lot of giggling and stuttering and i didn't think anything of it until i went to the bathroom and i looked in the mirror and i went holy shit you're just like hello ladies hi nipples <laughs> how are you erect and ready to go i'm like oh that poor I'm sure that there are women who do that on purpose. I I'm did sure not he do was it on probably purpose. Like, have a good night, ladies. I mean, ma'am. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it was embarrassing, and I'm sure he wasn't real thrilled because Fran's 88 years old. So I'm sure it was a completely different interaction. Yeah, she opened the door with her wife beater on. She's like, "Hello." It's like he's looking down at the floor. Hello there, Miss Selisky. He's like, "Uh, exactly." Gross. I think you win because. That's pretty impressive. Well, the only thing that made it funny is because I do stuff like that all the time. All the time. It's no big deal. I mean, it. It's not a big deal only because it's just very typical. It is. But it was what made it funny was to hear it from my son's perspective. Oh, yeah. And and to hear that, you know, there were people watching me and then, and then that they started laughing oh, and I was so oblivious to it. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> and that he got embarrassed. <laughs> well, he's getting to that age. And so I was just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to embarrass you. I just threw my phone away. That's all. <laughs> What? what? Just happens you know? all the time. What do you mean? I threw my phone away in the gar- the gas station trash can. Yes. I mean, what's the big deal? So I just put my hand in there. Yes. Well, at so. least it wasn't in the toilet or something. Good Lord. Oh, God. That would have... At least that would have been in private, though. Right, I mean, right. You know. uh, well, you definitely win this week. I mean, thank you. I show my boobs Although all yours the time. was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it would have won in any other week where you didn't do anything, but this week yeah, was pretty, I know. pretty huh, good. I can't believe I actually had a good one this week. Yes, Woo-hoo! yes you have. Excited. Two in a row awesome. for you. That's really good. Awesome. So I'm on a roll. You are on I a roll on with a the awkward. <laughs> well, you know, it's just because I'm built. I've, I've, I've had a chance to build up. Uh, <laughs> yes. I've, I've been left alone for uh, two and a half weeks with children. I know. So you've actually had to go out and see people and do I'm things. losing my mind. I know. Oh. Actually, <laughs> I was just telling my stepdaughter mm. You know, I've successfully done just about all the Christmas shopping without oh. stepping foot in a store. So oh God, I'm lucky. Pretty happy. Pretty happy about that. Yeah, you're lucky. So. Lucky girl. All right. Well, you reminded me that we're going to be taking a break because it's yeah. Christmas next week already. That's right. So uh, we will be taking the week off. Yes. Well, we'll have probably a little bit of Ugly Cuts released the week leading into Christmas. Yes. So you'll have something to listen to if you have a car ride or you have to work still late into the week. We'll have some fun stuff uh, for you to carry you through. And then beyond that, Christmas Day, obviously, we will not be... No new show. No new show because we want you to spend time with your loved ones or your pets or with yourself or whatever it is you're going to do on Christmas. Right. And then after that... 
We are hoping to have a new show for New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. Or New Year's Day, yes. I should say. Yes. To kick off the new year. Yeah. 2017. God, that sounds so weird. You know what? I'm so glad, too. I'm, I, I, I don't have a lot of hope that it's going to be any better. <laughs> let's hope. Let's have a little hope I that mean, 2017 will be better. Let's just hope there's less death. Really? I mean, that's... No That's what kidding. I would for. Do you have any New Year's resolutions for 2017? Um, now, or should we talk about them on the next show? We can talk about it on the next show. Let's talk because we're yeah. we'll we'll have hopefully we'll have a special guest. If we don't, then you know whatever. But definitely right. having a show the week leading into the first of the year, and uh, we will talk about our hopes and our dreams and our whatever resolutions. Whatever 2017 may bring. If yeah. somebody dies, like, on the first, then we are automatically know it's going <laughs> to... We know it's going to be a shit suck. show. And we'll talk about what we got for Christmas and all that. Yeah. Fun stuff. Although... I got a fridge. You know Daryl's going to get you something, so you're um, going to have to get him something. You know what? I, I, I do plan on getting him something, but it's not going to be, you know, significant because we got the fridge. And the kids yeah, I know. are going to be, you know, they're, they've, they're getting their their due, but, you know... I think I went a little overboard with Christmas this year. That's okay. I know, but I mean, it's just like the more I got like, well, because I kept buying Olivia things. Well, she's at a great age. I know. And so then I'm just like, well, I'm like, if I got her these two things, then I have to get like the other kids two more things. You try to give them even presents. Yeah. And then before I knew it, like everybody was getting like eight things. And so then that's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, that's like 24 things under the tree. And, <clears> and just, then suddenly you know, it's a cash. It's just a it's, flow of it's gifts. It's just ridiculous. Yes. It was ridiculous. And then so. All right. But all right, everybody. Well, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for joining us. And my Christmas wish is that you get everything you want. Don't forget to leave cookies and milk out for Santa. And uh, magic reindeer food. Magic reindeer food. That's my favorite. If you don't believe in Santa, he's not going to come. That's right. So just letting you know. Krampus will come instead and then you're screwed. And hopefully you guys have all been very good and not naughty. So that way you'll get what you want and not a lump of coal Mm -hmm. so all right friends we will talk to you in two weeks two weeks so catch up on old episodes until then merry christmas merry christmas that's a wrap but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts and then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.